Humanity is growing and connecting. Tomorrow's world needs more energy from more places. But to find our net zero future, we must overcome the natural constraints of many new energy sources. This is the Energy Transition Solutions Podcast, where we look at the energy challenges of modern life and the innovators finding solutions. Join us for a low-carbon, high-energy conversation with your host, Joe Battier. This views of the host are his own and should not be viewed as those of any business, corporation, or government entity. Hello, and welcome to the Energy Transition Solutions Podcast brought to you by AWS Energy. I'm your host, Joe Battier. This is the show where we bring you low-carbon, high-energy stories from the people solving the energy challenges of modern life. Well, today, it is me, it is just your lovely host, Joe Batir, and everybody, can you believe it? We've made it over 100 episodes. I do believe when this show drops, it'll be 101 episodes. I got a little bit busy and wasn't able to record right for the 100 episode drop that and of course there's always some type of misnumbering some type of show that that got messed up and and got pulled or something so we're somewhere around 100 thank you everybody for joining me on this journey we've we've been doing this almost two years now it's a lot of fun and i really have to thank you all So today, if you can't tell, this is going to be a different show. It's going to be me talking, and I just wanted to look back, reflect on the past past two years, and reflect on the podcast, give you guys an update on where we are going with this podcast, and, and then just kind of wrap it up. It'll be a pretty short and sweet episode. So I first want to start with thank yous. The first and foremost, I need to thank Tavera. So for those of you that don't know or maybe haven't been listening for the past two years, I do have a full-time job. My full-time job is with a company called Tavera. We are a subsurface technical consulting group. So whenever I'm talking about geothermal and doing resource exploration, that is all done with Tavera. It for those that have long have been following along, we did recently rebrand. So previously I was talking about a company called Petrolearn. I am still with Petrolearn. We are just now Tavera. And why am I thanking Tavera for for everything? Without well Tavera is my full-time job. Tavera allows me to do this podcast. So I I have to give them thanks. They see the value of me podcasting. They see the value of me having these conversations and sharing this knowledge with whoever wants to listen. So I do need to give them thanks for recognizing the value and then also letting me do this on the side. So thank you, Tavera, to Hamid and the rest of the team for, one, for being fans and talking about the podcast, but then also for allowing me to do this. The next 
group I need to thank is the Oil and Gas Global Network, OGGN. They are the ones who who bring this show to you. The editing team, the producers, of course, Mark and Paige, and the founders of OGGN, and keeping the ship sailing, if you will. I do want to thank all of you for for building OGGN into what it is today, into the conversations for the energy industry and opening it up to renewable energy and different forms of energy and and making a place where I can talk about solar and wind and batteries and also the realities and what we need in order to see a low carbon future. So thank you to Mark and OGGN and, and everybody else. I do also need to give out a few special shout outs in that OGGN category. Of course, Paige for training me so that I don't sound like an idiot on here, even though I still do sometimes Audrey for making sure the shows do get out on time and our, our editing team. And of course, to to our geopolitics podcast, Jordan Driscoll. He definitely keeps you on your toes and makes you want to be a better podcaster. So shout out to Jordan and all of the other hosts, always with great advice, good ideas, and and the way that we do just support each other. I do want to thank all of you. There's just so many of us that I just want to, I know Jordan's been giving me shout outs, so I figured I should pay him a favor on that one. Now, AWS, we are finally getting to thanking AWS, the sponsor of the show. Without AWS, the show also doesn't exist because they do sponsor it. They they see the value, they see where we are going and the importance of having this this energy transition conversation. So thank you to AWS and the team there that I get to work with to make sure these shows get out and have a a a fun and exciting educational but also entertaining message. And I also want to thank all of you listeners. You listeners are the reason that I'm doing the show. I want to share knowledge. I want to entertain and educate. So that's why I, I have this show and why I've been doing it for two years. As, as my wife would know, there are times when I am up super early making notes Occasionally, I will be recording in the closet at 9 or 10 o'clock at night because I'm recording with somebody from across the world. So, but all of it is well worth it, very exciting, very enjoyable because, because of the stories whenever one of you reaches out and says, oh, I really liked that show or that was really interesting the way or or that company is approaching this problem so thank you for being there listening and reaching out and then finally the last thank you that i have to give is to ali and jake my family they they deal with me changing from 
recording in the closet into what's now the backdrop that you see. Fun little story for all of you. The backdrop that you see with the the picture of the mountains in Alaska, that's actually in my kitchen. It's probably too much information for you, but that's that is my my home office is in the kitchen. So on basically whenever I'm recording, they have to be out of the house. And so I need to give them special thanks because I take over the house for recording and they're just super accommodating and super fun. And my son's really into podcasts for some reason. And it's just so enjoyable to hear him interact with the podcast while we listen to it in the car and, and any other time he's like, Oh, are you podcasting today? It's just really fun to see how they support the, the mission here of the podcast and how they, they are, are open and willing and, and enjoy having it be a part of our lives. Okay. We are eight minutes in. I am done thanking everybody. Now I have a few asks of you as the listeners. The first, I'm going to ask a few questions, take down some notes. And at the end, I am going to give you a new email address to be reaching out to me on. So first, I haven't really done many of these solo podcasts as of late, me up here just spewing out whatever's coming to my mind. I think the reason that I haven't done that more so is because I really like talking to people and I like the stories that they have, but I have also noticed that there is a lot of news and there is a lot of, a lot of information that could be shared and and a lot of times there are companies that that I can't get a hold of, but they have really interesting announcements that are going out on LinkedIn or that I see just in my newsfeed that I'm like, oh, I really want to talk about that either with that company or I've got a few comments of my own that I want to make about that. All that to say. I've been thinking about doing some more of these solo podcasts, not all the time, but maybe mixing in one or two every, every quarter. So maybe one every other month. What do you think about that? Do you think that would be interesting? Do you want to hear me sitting up here and talking about different news articles for 20, 30 minutes and then moving on or telling you about, I don't know what, what I'm doing, what I'm really excited about at that time. Does that sound interesting? Or do you want me to focus on bringing on guests and having interviews? Those are, are very fun for me. I do want to make sure I'm, I'm providing value though, because you are giving me your time. I want to make sure I'm using it appropriately. The next two questions are about the episodes themselves. I've really focused in on targeting about an hour an hour length podcast and the conversations usually just kind of go where they go and I've gotten some feedback from certain individuals who talk about geopolitics that 
these podcasts are too detailed and too scientific. I want to make sure that these are something that everybody can listen to, that everybody's getting some value from. So the the question here is, what episode length do you think is better? And what episode material? So what do I mean by that? For episode length, would it be better to do 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, maybe even an hour and a half or two hours? Two hours is a lot of time. It's going to be really hard to find guests for that. But if that sounds interesting, there have been times where we are just on a roll and I would gladly put out an hour and a half podcast. Episode material now. Are we getting too deep into the weeds for this, or do you like getting into those nitty-gritty details? Do you want to stay high level and answer the who, what, when, where, and why, and keep it at five minutes and answer? Or do you like it when we start talking about things like machine learning algorithms and what the difference is between the different colors of hydrogen and and all all of those kind of pretty detailed conversations that that are are the nuance and almost the the intricacies of energy that ultimately are are why we have 100 different people I can talk to all working in energy transition but all working on something different so let me know episode length episode material do you want it shorter longer just right And the material, is it too detailed? Is it not detailed enough? Or is it just right? And also, I do have a request. Please keep leaving reviews. Keep leaving that feedback. Telling me what you want to hear. I know that I've gotten a few few different people responding. Yes, we are going to work in more carbon storage and CCS material. Yes, we are going to keep talking about geothermal it i thank you for those reviews and i thank you for reaching out and i will be working that in i also know that this is an evolving space there are new companies every day one of my favorite amogee they're doing some really interesting stuff and they are a first of their kind company so in three or six months maybe Hydrogen is going to be the only thing that people want to hear about. And maybe we'll talk about hydrogen every other podcast. Hopefully not, because I like covering everything. But who knows? Maybe there'll be a season where it is more focused on one technology or one energy source. And then maybe we'll switch in the next season. Let me know if that is something of interest. If you want to stay focused on one type of thing for a few episodes and then switch to something else. Again, the goal, making this entertaining and educational for you, the audience. Now, how are you going to leave this feedback? Well, one of the first changes that we're going to be making, I will be getting a dedicated email that is just for the podcast so get your pens and paper ready to to write this down or just open your email right now get ready to send some type of message to me 
we're going to do ETS, so Energy Transition Solutions, ETS, at OGGN.com. That is ETS at OGGN.com. That is going to be an email that you can reach out to me and give me feedback, do any corrections that I may need to correct, any type of questions or guest recommendations, or if you want to be a guest, send me an email. That's the first change. The second big thing I, I do want to say is that I, I hear you, those that are leaving feedback, I am going to be trying to get more carbon storage and carbon sequestration related conversations on here. And then also with the geothermal and also with the hydrogen, these are all things people have said they want. And yeah, I am going to look for that. I'm going to bring those on. If you work in any of those spaces, whether it's CCS or hydrogen or geothermal, and you want to be on the show, even if you're peripherally related and you see one of those transferable applications, because that's that's part of the show, right? We are talking about energy transition. And one of the major themes in the geothermal world is the transition of traditional oil and gas workforce and traditional oil and gas technologies into the geothermal industry. If you see what you do as one of those transferable technologies, whether it's from oil and gas into geothermal or whether it's from oil and gas into CCS, I would love to have you on the podcast and hear that, hear what that technology is and how you see that transitioning. So send me an email. And then this one I'm... I'm pretty excited about, maybe a little hesitant on. I'm going to be changing one of my last questions. As you all know, one of the last questions that I always ask all of my guests is, when will we be net zero? The the resounding answer is we are going to try and get there by 2050. If we're not there by 2050, it's probably 2075. Now, that's a pretty simple, straight answer. And that that's really what I initially planned on was having a two, three-word answer. Give me that date. I'm going to write it down. And I'm just going to see because I'm curious, where do people fall on this? And I think we've gotten enough of a sample set to say people think we're going to be there in 25 to 50 years, plus or minus another 25. But I think the, so what's more interesting to me after asking that question is what people say beyond the number. They always have a, a why behind that that number answer. And sometimes that why also is a how we're going to get there. And I'm realizing this has been in the works for for a few months thinking through this. 
it really is more important how we're going to get to net zero. If net zero is even, even a thing that you think can happen, the big question is how. How are we going to change the world? How are we going to drive decarbonization? Really, how is how, meaning whatever company I'm talking to, how do they see their position or their solution changing our understanding and our our um, our interactions with energy? I think that is the more important question. So I'm no longer going to be asking, when will we be net zero? I'm going to start asking, how are we going to get there? Because I think that is a, a, a more provoking question and also a more thoughtful question. Those were all the major things that I wanted to cover here. If there's anything that you have questions about, feel free to email me. Again, that email is going to be ets at oggn.com. And let me know what you think. Let me know what you think about the episodes, if you want them longer, shorter, similar material, or maybe maybe a little bit higher level. And then also what you want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of. I also wanted to make one book recommendation. I more often than not am asking for book recommendations. And last week I recorded an episode on industry leaders podcast with Paige Wilson that she'll be getting released in the, in the future. But I wanted to make sure all of my listeners also heard this book recommendation because as I was talking with her, I made these realizations and I, I, saw I saw value for everybody. The book recommendation that I wanted to share with everybody is Outdoor Kids in an Inside World by Stephen Ranella. So this book is a it's it has anecdotes from Steve Ranella raising his children. And if you don't know Steve Ranella, he is a, a big outdoorsman. He is the founder of the Meat Eater Network, which is all about getting outside and doing outdoors things, mostly focused on hunting and fishing, but then also that outdoor lifestyle of hunting, fishing, conservation, and encapsulating everything with that. So the book is about him raising his children to be to be comfortable in the outdoors. And the goal there is to build resiliency and, and capable children who can entertain themselves outside, who can get wet and be okay with it. And who, who are okay with failure and continuing to try. Why did I share this on industry leaders? Because we're all as, as adults or as parents, we are all leaders. We are all raising children and we are leading them to something. And 
to me, the goals that Steve has for his children and the goals that are laid out in this book of building, essentially building capable adults, I think those are are good general goals to have as a, a leader for your employees. And so I think whether you are a parent or not, this is one of those books that has these leadership qualities or, or leadership. Um, I don't know what the right word is, but it is, it is teaching leadership skills that ultimately can help your employees or help anybody that you are mentoring or anybody that, that looks up to you. So I think it's a really great book. And there's a few other things in terms of funny stories. There are, are challenges and, and fears, if you will. Maybe fears is a little bit too strong of a word, but there are, are fears that he shares for his children and for raising them. And I think these are all things that we can relate to, whether we are a a single adult who is starting a company and an entrepreneur, or whether we are a, a manager with two employees under us, or whether we are a father or a mother with five children under us. All of this is very relatable. And even if you don't like the outdoors, I think there are a lot of components in that book that you can see and relate to and understand what his goals are and see how, how some of those can be valuable. And then you can think about how to relate those into your everyday life. Another book recommendation. I haven't read it yet. It just came out. I'm going to go get a copy this week actually is another book by, by Steve called catch a crayfish, count the stars. Now that one is an activity book for children. So I'm excited to, Pick that up because it's the summertime. Anybody who has children at home, I'm just suggesting go get that book and try it out simply because it will give you activities to keep your kids occupied. Now, as a as a remote employee working from home, I very much understand how there can be distractions at the house with children or with just everyday life. So this is one of those that a book that, that may give you an opportunity to, to interact with your children while they're at home over summer break and maybe give them something to do so that you can continue to get your work done. I think that is all I was planning on sharing. So again, a big shout out to our editing team because Something as simple as me doing a solo podcast is now going to take them extra time because <laughs> I accidentally made two or maybe even three recordings that are going to have to be spliced together. So thank you again to everyone for joining me on this journey of the Energy Transition Solutions podcast. Thank you for continuing to listen. And thank you to everybody who I specifically called out for making this podcast possible and also continuing to make it better.
If you are enjoying the show, remember, please share with a friend and leave a review telling me what you're enjoying most or what you'd like to hear more of. And now you also have that email. If you want to just reach out directly, you can find me at ETS at OGGN.com. And if you want other news or energy-related stories, we have all sorts of energy-related podcasts on OGGN. I called out a few specifically here, but we have at least a dozen more. So whatever flavor of the energy industry you're looking for, you can find it on OGGN. So just go to OGGN.com and look for your, your part of the industry that you want to learn more about. And then we do still have that one question survey. If you go and fill that out, we can get you some some stickers. Just go fill it out and then send an email and we'll get those in the mail for you. Finally, if you have any questions, comments, or corrections, or have a story that you would like to share, send me an email and find me on LinkedIn. And until next time, remember to keep it low carbon and high energy. Join us again next week for another low carbon, high energy story on the Energy Transition Solutions Podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.